This just in, it's a brand spanking new episode of the Story Pirates podcast. I'm Lee, and today's show is going to be so good that you're going to freak out. Especially if you're the kind of person that likes weird soup, multi-instrumentalists, interplanetary spaceflight, more weird soup, or today's special guest, the incredible Broadway singer and actor, Nick Blameyer. So get revved up because all that's coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Rolo. Hi, Megan. Wow, Rolo, it smells great in here. Which old soup recipe are you whipping up today? Well, actually, I woke up this morning, the sun was shining, the water was waving, and the sea salt smelled just right. So I said to myself, you know what? I think it's the perfect day to test out some new soup recipes. Oh, no. Did you say test out new soup? There's new soup testing being done today? New soup that we test? Yes! Rolo, my sweet, sweet friend, are you sure it's a good idea to try out your new soup recipes again? Remember the last time you tried out a new soup? All your broth somehow turned radioactive and melted a hole through the center of the ship. That's right! My Swamp River Bisque! It was nearly perfect. I think I just added too much paprika. 
or the time before that, your soup started to glow and then it started fizzling and then sailed right up into the sky, never to be seen again? I did say my pepper ranch lentil stew was going to be out of this world. Am I the only one who sort of liked the pepper ranch? Wait, but what's wrong with your old soup recipes? You know, the ones that are edible and not explosive or alive. It's just time for something new. But don't worry, these new soups are super edible. For the most part. For the most part? All I need is a couple taste testers to help me figure out which one is best. Here, this one is almost done. I'll just turn around and scoop a little with the spoon here. Let's get out. All right, that's my cue. And I'll bring the spoon right back around to you. Hey, where'd Peter, Rachel, Megan, Lee, Eric, and Baby with a mustache all go in such a hurry? Maybe they all heard someone call their names and needed to check it out at the same time? Makes sense to me. Now, time to taste these beautiful soups. Excuse you, soup. Take science, like robots, and put it in a story. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The story pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, where we take random ingredients from all over the ship and turn them into soup. Um, Rolo. All right. It's where we have kids go to the forest to forage leaves and sticks for the stew. Well, that was a little bit closer. Uh, no, okay, uh, I got it. Where we take cream... Stories. ...left out overnight... Written by kids. Mix it with everything you have in the fridge and turn it into a hot vat of bubbling liquid. And turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Exactly. All right, well, let's just get straight into a story. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, I'm Max. I'm eight years old. I live in New Jersey, and here's my story, The Music Trials. Mom, Dad, are you ready? We gotta leave in ten. Be down in a minute, Jack. Okay, well hurry up, let's go! Left a full eight hours, a perfect night of sleep. I'm rested and I'm ready. There's no more time for counting sheep. And guess what? It's my birthday, no ordinary year. I'm 13 and I'm old enough, and I know tonight the crowd will cheer for me. They'll finally see that I've mastered all the instruments. Yeah, the judges will agree. I'm gonna pass the music. Show them how I play Gotta be the best, pass every test The title will be mine today To be a music master There ain't no other way Just play the notes, Jack Focus, breathe and smile And you pass the music trials Welcome to the music trials Sponsored by Shrimp Each contestant will play four different instruments First up is Julietta Get Julietta, she's doing really well. Her tuba playing's brilliant, and listen to that cello swell. And uh-oh, here comes Ryan on the oboe and the gong. He's a trumpet virtuoso. And come on, an original song, I'm scared, but I know I'm prepared. 
prepared And I'm next, it's my time, here we go, time to shine It's my shot to declare I'm gonna pass the music trials I'm gonna show them how I play Gotta be the best, pass every test The title will be mine today To be a music master trials but what if I miss a note but what if my rhythm's wrong but what if I let my teachers down Jack to the stage please Jack to the stage thank you to be a music master there's no other way just play the notes Jack Focus, breathe, and smile. Very impressive work, Julietta and Ryan. Next up, please welcome our final contestant, Jack. Drums. Congratulations to our new music masters, oh gosh. Julietta, Ryan, and Jack! Amazing! I can't believe it! We passed the music trials, we showed them how we play, and we're all the best, best every test, the title shared by us today. Now we're music masters, they can't take that away. We played the notes, we focus, now we smile, cause we passed the music trials. You all want a scholarship? some music together? Yeah! Sounds awesome, Music Masters! We passed the music trials! Oh, that story was, <laughs> was so awesome. good! <laughs> well, you know what goes really well with a story like that? A round of soup tasting! Alright, Rolo. Let's do this. I'm in. I've trained myself to be able to eat anything so that I can survive anywhere. So whatever you've got cooking, I'm sure I can handle it. Unless it's black licorice. I just can't get into that stuff. Yes! More licorice for me! Yay! Lufa's down too! It makes sense. I mean, she's got eight stomachs and has never been sick. Like an indestructible space cow. That's two! I will also heartily volunteer my tasting services. For I, Siegfried, have the brave, bold, and solid stomach of a Viking. Also, I'm immortal, which is a nice extra safety measure. Thank you, my beautiful volunteers. You won't regret it. Go ahead and take a seat at the table there, and I'll bring the options to you. I've got spoons for you all. Ah, uh, er, wait. Lufa, how are you going to eat the soup? Can't believe I've never asked you this before, but do you... Have a mouth? She said just put her in the bowl. She'll soak it up and take care of the rest. Doesn't Lufa famously multiply when she gets wet? 
She says that only happens in water, not soup. Okay, I have so many more questions, but the soup's getting cold, so let's get to it. We've got one, two, three total variations of soup for you today. The first is my take on a classic French onion soup. I call it Belgian shallot surprise. Oh, interesting. In you go, Lufa. Mm. Fun texture on this one. Very spiky aftertaste. That's the surprise. Hmm. It's not something I want to keep eating necessarily, but the first bite was certainly an experience. A wonderful review for my soup. Okay. Next is sort of a fusion dish, but halfway through I couldn't remember what I was fusing, so honestly, there could be anything in this. It's just called soup in capital letters. You have to scream it when you say the name, like this. Soup! Okay, that sounds crunchy, I guess. Ooh, okay, this one's quite a workout for my teeth, which is not something I thought was possible. Make the lot stickier than I was expecting, and it packs a pretty hearty crunch. Right, I know. I think I'm just craving something a little lighter on the stomach. That's okay. They can't all be winners. I do think this last one may really knock your socks off, though. Why don't you try my completely new creation that I call... Do not ask. What's in it? Do not ask. Bon appetit! That's French for have a good soup. This one's quite <clears throat> carbonated, it feels like. Yes, I've never experienced a stew this <coughs> fizzy before. Wait, what's happening to Lufa? Is it normal for aliens to start oozing like that? Uh-oh, Luf. Hey, hey, buddy, what's wrong? Oh, no. I've never seen Lufa like this before. I think the soup might be giving her tummy troubles. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. 
It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, if celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters, May 17th. Hey grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey Peter! Hey Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. bad when my pet hawk Fiorna got into my sack of salted fish. But this is absolutely beyond belief. She stopped. Maybe she's okay. Oh, never mind. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Fuck, I wonder if extraterrestrials are allergic to something I put in the soup. Allergies. That's it. Okay, I I just need to make an antidote soup. Um, some medicine that will undo her allergic reaction. Okay, where are all the ingredients you use to make these soups? Right over here. All right, I just need to mix these and this. this. While you work, I will fondly remember Fiorna the Hawk. Oh, Fiorna, what a great hawk. I crossed 40 fjords with Fiorna. And done. Lufa, hop into the antidote. What's happening? Lufa's getting bigger and bigger and... I think she's about to... Sneeze. Do you think it worked? Lufa? How do you feel? Hooray! You know, almost the same thing happened with Fjorna the Hawk. What in the world did I put in that soup that you reacted to? I did not know that, Lufa. What did she say? She has a gluten intolerance. Oh, so that's why Vikings known. use fish sure, instead of sure. bread a lot of the mm-hmm. time. You know, Rolo, allergies are very common and normal. Maybe next time you should let everyone know what's in the soup before they eat it. So, instead of Belgian shallot surprise, I can make Belgian shallot I tell you everything that's in it? Exactly. That sounds like a very good soup. Hey, what's going on in here? Is everybody okay? We heard some weird... No, my goodness. What happened to the kitchen? There's soup everywhere. Fun. You didn't say we were going to be eating the soup off the walls. (laughs) I'll eat anything that way. Peter, wait, don't... Whoa. Hmm. That is the 
best wall soup I've ever tasted in my life. Wow, Rolo, you've really outdone yourself. Let me try. I maybe wouldn't. Mm, it really is fantastic. Mm, I would eat this every night if I could. This is amazing. And there's that wonderful kind of gooey tang at the end. What is that we're tasting? <gasps> A secret ingredient? Uh, Lufa's snot, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I'll be sticking with the old soups from now on. It's always something. Oh, I feel sick. Yum. Peter! What? Okay, now I'm done. Well, after all this excitement, I think I need to unwind with a good story. Should we do another? Yes! Okay, listeners, this next story is a science fiction thriller about traveling to another planet to defeat something very unexpected. Here's the author to introduce it. Hello, this is Blaine, and I'm nine years old, and I live in Pennsylvania. And this is my story, Anti-Body Man. Virtual Log, Day 253. Destination, Planet Bacteria 2. I, Captain Max from NASA, and my crew are only hours from arrival. Excuse me, Captain. We are making our final approach to Planet Bacteria 2. Thank you, computer. Lieutenant, take the helm and input the landing zone coordinates. Yes, Captain. Ensign, please establish radio contact with the planetside research facility. Establishing a connection now. Greetings, Planet Bacteria 2. You're speaking with the lead research scientist. We look forward to your crew's arrival. We're having another beautiful day here on our far-out Planet Bacteria 2. Isn't that right, Bob? You said it, boss. Well, I'll leave you and your assistant to it. Great. It's time to look into this microscope. Wow! What a fascinating discovery. What is, boss? This sample has a tiny green amoeba, and it seems to be having an effect on the surrounding cells. How can you tell? I asked. Isn't that right, bacteria under my microscope? <laughs> oh, you're all not feeling well? Well, don't blame me. I'm just a little amoeba. <laughs> I'm just out here having an endoblast. Get it? <sighs> Are you guys anti-humor or something? Because I'm pro-tozoan. <laughs> it's not really my kind of humor. Is there a problem? Bob, we need to shrink this amoeba out of existence. You can't treat me like this! Using the shrink ray. But boss, the last time we used the shrink ray... Here I go! We left it in reverse! But the reverse of shrinking is... This is bad. I'm becoming very sick. Oh, me too, boss. <laughs> Oops, did I do that? <laughs> Hurry, Max! And no matter what happens, do not... Spacesuits! I said do not... You're cutting out. Please repeat. Do you copy? Connection lost. Computer, continue our initial course at land on Planet Bacteria 2. Now that we've safely landed the spacecraft, we should investigate this research facility. Okay, I'm here. Captain Max from NASA! Your helmet is still on. That means you haven't been exposed? No, I haven't been exposed because I was afraid. Excellent. Now, listen. I know the source of this mysterious illness. It's a tiny amoeba that I may or may not have accidentally biggened to a gigantic size. Biggened? It's a word. I guess it's up to me to find that giant amoeba and save the day. Goodbye, and good luck. 
Thanks. Here I go! I've been flying around this planet for hours, but I don't see anything. Wait, there it is! And it's the size of a skyscraper. That can't be right. Where'd everybody go? It's like all the humans all eat vacuum-aided. Acha! <laughs> amoeba joke. What am I going to do about this amoeba? I'm so scared. Maybe it's time to just accept defeat. Let me stop you there, Captain. Huh? Computer? I have taken the liberty of scanning the area and have located an abandoned spacecraft one kilometer ahead. Wait, computer, you're capable of independent thought? I never knew. You never bother to ask. Entering new coordinates into jetpack now. You have arrived at your destination. Scanning the abandoned ship. It is safe. Let's get inside the ship. Hello? Is anyone here? Perhaps a search will yield useful materials. Let's try it. A normal janitor's closet. Ugh, how am I supposed to stop the amoeba? Maybe I can mop it away. Is that a serious suggestion? Okay, well, maybe I can use some window cleaner and a squeegee. Pull yourself together, Captain. Oh, or maybe I'll just spray it with this amoeba melting spray. <gasps> amoeba melting spray? OMG, I totally predicted this favorable outcome. I suddenly feel so powerful that I know I can save the people of Planet Bacteria too. Let's get back outside. The amoeba has grown exponentially, and we are fully surrounded. That's fine. I'm self-assured now. Amoeba, let's end this. End what? You're out of control and making everyone very sick. So I, Max from NASA, am here to stop you. Stop me? Well, you know what? I wish you would. <gasps> I'm sorry I've taken over. I never wanted to be big. Do you know how hard it is to find enough algae to eat at this size? It's like really hard. Well, maybe we can work something out together. I, I found this amoeba melting spray in a janitor's closet. Maybe we can use just enough to shrink you back down. It's worth a shot. All right, hold still. If I just do a little spray here, oh, a little oh, wow. spray I guess, there. Oh, I think it's I think, working. <laughs> oh, well, I oh, am definitely I shrinking. I see, yes, I see. Oh, oh my gosh, there you go. Thank you, Max, from NASA for saving us all. From this moment forward, Planet Bacteria 2 will be called Planet Max 2. I don't know what to say. Planet Max 2? What happened to the first Planet Max, boss? <laughs> yes. You don't want to know. The end. And now Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hi, Blaine. Hello. So tell me about Antibody Man. Well, I was trying to entertain myself. This is when I was in quarantine, and I wanted to write a story, and then I just thought about why I was in quarantine, and then I was like, why not write a story about a virus or a bacteria? That's really smart. It's like taking what's going on and making something fun about it with your imagination. Yeah. So can you tell anyone who doesn't know... Like, what exactly is bacteria? Well, the version that I'm talking about is bad bacteria. There's good and bad bacteria. What do you mean by that? Well, some bacteria helps take care of bad things in your body. Huh. And bad bacteria can make you sick. Yes. So what does a bacteria look like? It's usually very small, right? Yeah, it's so small that you can't see it with the naked eye. 
But if you look at it in a microscope, it might look like these little blobs with sticks coming out of it. Sometimes. Sounds like you're really interested in science. Yeah, I am. So, Blaine, can you tell listeners who might not know what the difference between science and science fiction is? Yeah, so science is almost accurate guesses about sometimes microbes, sometimes space. It just depends on what you're talking about. And science fiction is fictional, which if you don't know what fictional means, it means not real. So how do you use something real like science to make something fictional? Well, first, you take science like robots and put it in a story. And then sometimes your imagination just runs free and thinks. It's like your imagination running free like that can be inspired by science. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever travel to other planets for real? Possibly. Because in your story, Max actually travels to another galaxy. Yeah, he travels to another galaxy and they just have more technology. So they have plants on the ships that can remake oxygen and they have lots of water that they can drink and food. Which you would need for like a long, long, long journey. Yeah, and also they have really, really fast spaceships. And probably like super fancy toilets. <laughs> I want one of those space toilets in my home. You could see if your see if the other story products can help you build one. <laughs> I mean, we already went to space. You'd think that we knew about space toilets already. Probably. You should probably know about that. Blaine, thank you so much for talking to me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a huge thanks to today's authors, Max and Blaine. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a science fiction story that takes a real kind of technology or science and places it at the center of a fictional story. For example, you could write a story about robots or space travel or quantum physics or any kind of science that inspires you and then use a character from your imagination to use that science in a story that no one has ever imagined before. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! Bye. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cabalon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cabalon and Mahala Lawrence. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Jasmine Malave, Megan O'Neill, and Leo Vertree. Special guest, Nick Flameyer. <laughs> This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Gabby Hornig, Quinton Johnson, Vanessa Magula, Angelo McDonough, Peter McNerney, Carly Mosley, 
Alexandra Nader, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Leo Overtree, Alica Piper, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The Music Trials was written by Jack Mitchell and produced by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell. You know, a lot of people know that I play guitar, but they might not know that I am a little bit of a music master myself. Here, I'll show you. <clears throat> Drums! Strings! Woodwinds! And brass. Yep. I know exactly what you're thinking. I'm pretty good. <laughs>